What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Muscle, and this is another Two Line Music Huts Entertainment Report podcast. And today, we have the big man in the building. We're talking about this man here is a producer. He's a number one radio DJ. He's an artist. He's a he's the everything you could think about. You know <laughs> who we have in the building today? We have ZJ Liquid in the building today. What's going on, Big Boss? No, I mean, Muscle, what's going on, Big Boss? You know, Mr. Hustle, you know, it's a pleasure. I you know it's it's been a t- it's been a long time and this connection should have made long time, but them say not nothing before the time, right? You're hundred percent right. Okay, you know what? Let's just get this out of the way and then we're gonna go back and start this over. Listen, do you remember the first time you came to Canada? I remember the first time I came to Canada. It was by uh, by Montreal. Okay. Yeah. What Montreal. year? What year was that? Uh not quite. Like about oh eight. Okay. So then now, was this as a DJ or was this for somebody else? You know, I came to Canada. It was for, uh, it was both. Cause at the time, mm-hmm. at the time, I think I had the songs like, uh, no, I never had the song they met. I never had the song they met. I think I came for some radio people or by Montreal. Okay. Let me fix everything here. The first time you came to Canada you came with Elaine. You came to a show where it was Elaine. Oh yeah, Marco, yeah, that's a, yeah with DeMarco. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was our show that we put on that time there. Yes. That yes. was a good very vibe, first man. time. Yeah, man. Very and first Ghost, time. Ghost was on the show. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You remember. Yeah, that was your first time. We were the one that actually put that show on. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. That is nice. Stay downtown Canada, everything. Remember, don't see not the city, yeah, everything. Remember. <laughs> Full circle moment. Full circle moment, boss. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the beginning of this here. What part of Jamaica did you grow up in? And what actually, what was your intro into music? Uh, I grew up in Montego Bay. You know what I mean? St. James. You don't know the Western part. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up, you know, with my mother and my father. You know, I grew up amongst my family, then my uncle and my grandmother. You know what I mean? And they were, you know, to be honest, they were like the first. They were, they were the introduction. You know, they were the one who introduced me to music. Cause I'm always I play music in the house all the while. Sunday, you know, it was special. You know, mm-hmm. them start off with them Grace Trillers, them Shirley Caesar, and you know, my father him always have a new cassette every Sunday. You know, he's either yeah. new hip tones or okay. a Temptation or you know, so him listen music. Him listening to nice day as the day go by. You know, so him listen some Temptation, then him get and him soul them, then see move from this to the rock steady, the Delroy Wilson them and the thing. Then I'm getting a little more recent, you know, some Barrington Levy and then, you know, to somehow around the place at that time. And then my uncle, I uh, remember my uncle who used to make cassettes, my friends who used to make like cassettes with people, like okay. uh, all over the world. He used to ship cassettes. So they had a lot of music, a lot of records. So more I used to just hang out with them. And, you know, when I make cassettes, they used to say, yo, Bruce, take up an eagle and, and flip, the, flip the album there for me. Because back in the days, they never used to do the mixing thing. They used to just make a, a record play and pause it. And make it play, you know. So, as somebody get introduced to music, then you know, what I mean, we meet up with Jason Russell, them, you know, Perro. Those, those were my school friends at 11, uh, 10th grade in Carmel College. We link up, and you know, we, we had the same interests. So, we used to take our lunch money and buy records, go to the record shop, them in you know, the evening and look for some alternative table and try to get them together and set up a thing and start playing record, you know. Then, you know, we meet up with Jason who. His father owned Pier One. They still do. I hear them run it right now, you know. Okay. So, right, so, 
Yeah, so we link up with Jason Russell was a school friend, father one peer one, start I'm out a peer one now called the link. And mm-hmm. then they had a, a, a house sound where them always play. Like, you know, him dad Jason had a big sister who usually do modeling. Mm-hmm. had a big sister who, who, who do modeling. Uh modeling at Pier One. She had a, a little modeling show. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? Those were some of the little things that started playing. How I started playing is that they had a, my other friends who were like the top selector them on the little sound at the time, Pero and Funky and Jason them. You know, them were the top mixers at the time. So when it comes to the modeling thing, like rehearsal, uh, no man no one really played that because those were like the disco, the finally and the black box them and strike it up. Yeah. So no man <laughs> played that because at the time the man them say, yo, that's a free music and you know what I mean? Whatever. So, that was my chance where I get the turntable them alone for full run and learn and you know get to really play and feel all these things. So that was my introduction <laughs> to the whole selecting okay. thing. Okay. And the thing with it, you got a big start, which is you're at Pure One. And Pure One was as big place as it was right now, or it started out as a smaller location. Pure one was Pure One was as was as big as it is right now. Pure One was always the number one party spot in Montego Bay, meaning uh, number one party spot for the uh, the tourists, the visitors, you know what I mean? The local people who are also, you know, they know so that's so everybody if you keep a party on a Friday night, it don't make no sense to do that. Cause Pier One did have the place lock. Everybody I got it. So you understand the, the airport worker, them people, the Jamaica girl and at the time the flight attendant them. So you know what I mean? So that kinda that's where we are we learn multi genre because you know we were we were playing multi genre from then. Yeah. From start. Makes sense. And what you know, was your DJ name at that time there? My DJ name at that time, you know what I mean, was Lippo. You know, I get that, yeah. I get that name from, from going to school. Carnival yeah. <laughs> uh, College. Because you know where I go to Carnival High School. Every man mm-hmm. have to have a alias. <laughs> For so. sure, 100%. And if you fight against it, that's when it's going to stick on even more. Oh, so you I'm just sure, man, a crazy fight, we fight it, man, and them call you more. You know, enter, enter you don't like a name, but that's how you get called it, till mm-hmm. it stick. Yes, yeah. just hold it. It's good. Okay, so then DJ Lippo, you're starting out here in um in Pure One. And how long did that last for? Were you well, you know what I mean? I run with the Lippo name for like um, when when we got the job at Zip, I changed the name, mm-hmm. you know, because that lasted for a while. I did Pure One, then uh, Margarita will come out as a restaurant, a seafood restaurant at the time. It wasn't a club, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, you know, the vibe that I used to bring at Pure One, like me and Fraggy them, as you know, Mad Squad, Bada General. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? Uh, they wanted that vibe. Pure One vibe was a Friday night. So Margaritaville decided, yo, we can't do the we can't do the Saturday thing and yo, Lippo, are you a vibe one? So, you know, I mm-hmm. uh, started going out to Margaritaville, bring me, me two bass box them, scoop box them, and uh, bring me my console. And you know, me also use the, the house speaker as the as the mid or whatever and connect and you know, go and do my thing. So till Margarita feel bloat, me can't go in there. Sometimes you can't hold doors. I feel close. You know what I mean? Maybe you know, it start rock. So till you yeah. know, one of the week went out there and them start build DJ booth and you know, that was just the start of Margarita the club. Half a my vibe, you know. Yeah, and it was the Margarita you're talking about is right off of the strip there, right? Yeah, right on the hip strip. So you know, we used to control the strip right through. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, crazy. Okay, so we went Pier One, Margaritaville, still DJ Lippo at this time here. So yeah. how do you even? How do you get to PCs now? Well, PCs was like the the, the, the big sound that they use on Friday night. 
So, so that's how me and Fraggy them and Pieces them used to mesh, you know, every Friday night. So they were the big sound and Pieces were like the uptown sound of Mobile. So, you know what I mean? If you had a certain type of party, certain type of event, Pieces, pieces would be there because they, they are the ones who have that variety of music and know how to play it and the disco and the hip-hop and, you know, you do a, a, a wedding and them thing there. You know, sometimes you used to do the, the, the wedding leg them for pieces because, you know, the, the versatility and the mixture. And so, mm -hmm. so come and pieces them just start mesh through the Friday night I link up and the sun comes string up and the whole away, you know? So, so come me end up link up with pieces and bother general them and the whole, you know what I mean? The whole team. Yeah, and that's where everything started to go. <laughs> yeah. When you, were we're cocky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you were on pieces, were you actually clashing or you were more or less the club DJ on the song at that time? No, me were more or less the club DJ on the song and the, the wedding and the uptown thing. And, cause, you know, at the same time, me was also on, on the, 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 the pure one song at the same time. So me, I juggled the two songs. You know, yeah. more like a standby for pieces when he needs certain event and certain thing or certain double. You don't know him yeah. call for me and you know that was a the vibe there yeah because i remember you're talking montego bay dj lippo i remember there was dj lippo and there was also master wayne you're right so you know it was it was dj lippo and master wayne master wayne is dj wayne now on rfm you see me okay. at the time master wayne used to name wayne morris he used to use him in real name so the, at the time he was the top 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 solo dj you know what I mean? All genre at the time. Scratch, mix, gear, everything. And, you know what I mean? The whole thing. So, you know what I mean? He, he, he was like a mentor, early mentor at the time still, you know, DJ Win. So, till, you know what I mean? Me just sit down. Every day, me buy a, a box of cassette, appear one during the week, and me used to just mix. Mix a hip-hop mix, mix a disco mix, mix a dancehall mix, and go back home at, at night time, listen it. Go back the next day fix some of the mistake and always try to get a perfect cassette without no mistake no needle jump you know what i mean no fumble mixing so yeah. till you know what i mean work up so till one time and, and dj when end up clash our sound from pier one now end up clash dj when which okay. he had a sound named pison pison mm -hmm. so we clash and you know what i mean dub and me are the, i was the only selector at the time playing meaning mixing and talking and everything because from day one mm -hmm. always i do that so and DJ Wayne was also like that. But mm -hmm. him kinda him got crazy the night there. He got four turntable and remix and live remix and pay thing and I mean I said, I nah, give up with all of that. Me can't do my thing to do me alone. Me have some dub and something. Mm -hmm. And you know, we use all of that and you know what me have and the clash did really nice, you know. So after the clash, me and DJ Wayne become friends and we starling so till we say, yo, we are gonna do this duo thing. And you know, we mm -hmm. we start the, the first duo. Master Wayne and Lippo. Yes, you know? I remember. I remember because Montego Bay had like, was Trophy Sniper from Montego Bay also? Yeah, man. Trophy Sniper is from Mobile. Trophy also. Sniper, Master Wayne, DJ Lippo. Um, there was a couple more of them. You have, you have, you have DJ Turbo. You have peer players with, with Beagle and, 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 peop, and people. You have Rockstar. You understand mm -hmm. the, uh, you used to have King Midas son. You have Tika. Mm -hmm. You have Electro Force. <laughs> yeah yeah no you guys were really popping in montego bay that time even though it seemed like montego bay was a total different world from kingston but montego bay had a vibe to it that was crazy over there yeah man definitely man we had that vibe because because we had that influx of visitors and tourists all the time mm -hmm. it, it, it it always have a vibe wednesdays are wherever something always a jump off of mobile you know i mean For so sure. you have enough play out 
like Monday nights, we have Fraggle them used to do that thing out by Carnival Beach and the hip strip. You know what I mean? And then Wednesday night, we have other things. We have a thing them Tuesday night, we used to do a thing down by Lollipop, down by Sandy Bay with, you know, pieces them, Fraggle them the same way. Uh, we used to have the artist artists at the time, they always have a guest artist every Tuesday. So, mm-hmm. whatever artists around the place would be a special guest at the time, you know? So, you know, we had a, a bunch of entertainments. Plus, I don't know the sound clash them. You also come mm-hmm. through, see me on a Saturday night, Water Fletcher Beach, and you know the thing. Yeah. <laughs> it was a crazy, crazy vibe. So, okay, so then now you linked up with DJ Wayne. And what was some of the um, first things you guys decided to do? Did you guys get into radio first, or was more or less club juggling at that time there? You know what I mean? We get, we're more or less, we get into club juggling. We, 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 we get into working together and studying each other's style. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Can comfortable with each other and just know each other, how, how to work with each other. And then, you know, we start, we start work on remix, you know? So at the time, Delano from Renaissance did that with the remix thing. And we had it too. You know, we had the Mobile leg, so we were like, the Mobile remix you them. So at the time, you know, we make, uh, when Delano put out the, the Killer remix, you know, we, yes. we did make another, re- we did make a Killer remix, the Mobile version. You know what I mean? We say, man from Mobile, man from Mobile, gun scare all type of thing. <laughs> Baga thing, you know what I mean? The remix yeah. that we use are some of the pieces, them dub intro and make right. a remix <laughs> to make it talk and be a thing. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? It was a good vibe, you know? During that time, I know Paul Pan Delano's Revenge, and during that time, we were playing at Kingston, same way, because we did, you know, we kind of did really crossover in the town scene. You know? Because okay. after after some, after some selectors and people come and mobile come play with our experience with. You know, they were interested into, yo, we have to bring on our town, man. Yo, nobody, yo. You know, so we kind of did start bust on them scene there mm-hmm. from that time. So, so before you actually moved to town and got yourself, it, you put yourself in town, you actually were going to town back and forth between Montego Bay and Back Kingston and forth, yeah, man. Back and forth. All the way there on Art 102. Mr. Da Kingston, every week, like for three days. Studio, arrows everywhere. You know what I mean? Because at the time, we met, met up with Deleranks. I mean, yes. and Delirant become friend and, you know, he, he encouraged me to come to town because I said, yo, when I go on for Atona too, yo, when I run the place, you know. Never believe, because, mm-hmm. you know, we just talk about and just do a thing on the radio, all out, you know. And him yeah. drive come about you know. And when we say, when we say a town artist drive come about you, we were like, town artist drive come about you, this serious. So that was like, a, so I said, I go to town. So he invite me up to Kingston and I go up there and, Yo, I'm go arrows is like a king thing. Every man I say, yo, the youth them this, the country youth them this. Yo, peer dub and peer thing. You know, okay. so at the time, scare them, scare them, them did around the place and monster them. And that was a hangout spot, arrows at the time. If you go arrows at the time, you could have catch any artist or at or around the place. For sure. So, I kind of go through the school during that time. You see the town, the whole cactus adventure and them thing there. Experience all them thing there. Yeah, and okay. while in Mantega Bay. Yeah, man, because I said, back and forth. The bus me take on them things too, you know. Yeah, that's what I feel like I have wow. drive. Yeah, man. Sometimes, it, sometimes, I have to go home, I take three different bus. I take a bus, come a, come a Spanish town. take a bus, come a Linstead. Then I get a bus from Linstead to Ochi. Get a bus from Ochi to Sentan. Get a taxi from Sentan to Mobile. And believe me, after going through all of that, Still, mm-hmm. I forgot to go find the turntable for play them dub the way we just cut. <laughs> it's like you can't wait to go home and play these because we voice them, we want to hear them on the song. It was, it was just, you understand, that was just the final, the final, you know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. if you just go hear them dub, yeah. So, no matter how late I will go through, probably love the music them time there. And, Crazy. you know, 
And so we build the town, town relationship from long time. Mm -hmm. So you guys were on the radio in Montego Bay. And what was the name of the station? At 102. We're on at 102 uh, Friday and Saturday nights. Mm -hmm. Six and you to guys 12. were running up the place at that time there. Yeah, yeah, man. At that time, man, uh, you know what I mean? Because the new style of juggling, we brought it, juggling, the double plate, you know, the, you know, the, you know, juggling, and Mr. Cut new tune, the man, I juggle all the whole for exclusive people. So we have the time to hang out at town, and we arrows, we used to get the dub, them fresh, all of some different things, we used to cut to make mm -hmm. the show well spicy, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And during that time, it really gave me the vibe there, you know? And what year are we speaking about here? Yeah, we're talking about between 97 to 90, 99. Okay, that, that time there. Okay. You guys are on the radio yeah, doing your thing. So then now, when do you transfer from Montego Bay to go permanently into Kingston? What was that transition like? Well, that, that transition started uh, from when At102 decided, boy, they're going to change them format to an old school format. Got you. And gave me and DJ Wayne and Bones the uh, ultimatum. I see that we stay and play old school. I don't know. I just move on. You know what I mean? They were, they, they might have to think twice about that because my aim in the music was to make my name and do my part. So me playing old music, I, I know nothing that for me. I can't do nothing. I can't come make my name. I can't come bust an artist. I can't come bust a rhythm. I can't bust a song. So for me, that, that was like, I, I can't do that. You understand? So, 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 me decided to be a DJ when he said, boy, we can't stay, you know, we, work, we, we can't work with the old school. So, we came off the radio like for another two years, you know, DJ when got called to RFM, you know, kick off RFM for like two years. But, you know what okay. I mean, me did, me did know, me did know about the link and Mr. Young from RFM always listened to us at 102, so he knew of us, mm -hmm. you know. So, at the time, he only wanted one DJ, so I hired DJ when. Uh, he said to me, like, we're like, yo, don't worry yourself, you know, me, I work on something. So, you know, soon, soon get to you. So, mm -hmm. I'm going all out till like, yeah. like three years after all of that time. Just get a call. Say, yo, link me on Ochi. DJ went send me the message and said, the boss said, if you link him up, I'll watch you up in my office. So, I link him on Ochi and he were like, what you do? Mm -hmm. What you do? You want to go out of town? So, I said, boy, I'm free for anything, you know, I have no ties, ready. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. I said, Go on up a town, man. Go on up a town. Go on up at the office. Yeah. So, yeah. me get the call from Mr. Young. And he said, boy, yeah. go on to Kingston. Go on up at the office at all. You know? Zip. Uh, you know what I mean? Like a week okay. before. I, like a week before I heard Zip uh, doing some test broadcasting. But there were no DJs on it, like, announced. They were, like, changing the genre every half an hour and just playing music. So, you know what I mean? And they started out on a Sunday playing... Okay. The regular music on a Sunday. So the whole Jamaica was like, what the hell? Yo, is a radio station this hour? So all, every half an hour was just zipping out to FM, genre change. So, you know what I mean? Jamaica was like, yo, this series is I first ever hear radio station. I play dance hall on Sunday and everything. And, it's you know using I mean? gospel or some souls. Bro, bro, I was so excited when I heard that. And, you know, when I went to Mr. Young and he said to me, yeah, the station, that man, go on at home. So I went to Kingston, you know what I mean? So I right, I'll check the programs manager at the time who was Judith Badley. You know what I mean? Okay. You know what I mean? Very I learned a whole lot, whole lot from her, very professional, you know what I mean? Serious woman. Mm -hmm. We can't complain. You know, she did the rough, but in the long run, this is where the roughness was for. And the straightness. You know what I mean? So Judith, big up herself, we love you. 
But mm-hmm. you know, I went to Judith and went in the office and thing, and she said, what's up? And Mr. Young told me you were coming, you know. But I knew her because she knew about me because she were at fame before. So Got she knew you. about me from Aton out you. So she were like, oh, liquid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Now one of them. Bad. Good addition, you know, at the time. Mm-hmm. So she, you know, went in the office and we spoke and whatever. And she said to me, if I'm going to use the same name, Lipo. So it came into my mind and I said, no. I'm going to change my name. Okay. You know what I mean? At, at that time, it just rang in my head and I said to, said to myself, I want, to, I want a fresh start with this opportunity and what I've learned over the years and what I've learned at, at 102. You know what I mean? I never did want to move on in the same route. Mm-hmm. Because I learned so much now, starting over, I know it would be everything. I say, oh, start, new name. And she said, what's the name? You have a name? I say, yeah, you know, I have a name because my friend in my mobile used to tease me with a name named Liquid. Because okay. All right, the story that I did Sinbad Soul Festival. It's when Sinbad Soul Festival, I don't know if you know of it, came to Jamaica. I was one of the uh, Jamaican DJ. Okay. From that time, from Montego Bay. So I used to play with their DJs, some of the foreign DJ that they brought. So they always make mistake instead of saying lipo when they're supposed to bring me in. Them say liquid. <laughs> so I always get upset. Yeah. Like, Yo, mistake, girl, lipo my name, liquid like really. <laughs> so my bridge and my mommy appear one or you so gimmicks me with it. Yeah you know I mean? But you know, we still have a friend them. So that came into my mind at the time. I mean, I say, liquid are the name, you know. And she said, You sure? Liquid. And she said, Okay. You know, and she said she liked it because at the time zip were alias driven meaning all the djs that they were hiring and putting on here at the time were alias driven they never work with your real name only if you were established already and want to use it but okay. all the new djs were you know so, so it's not like david spence alias so you don't necessarily know exactly who it is you your friend and even know say him Got so, you. and i saw me start bill so me start bill with the new name and i say yo i'm gonna play I'm going to play in them people at art from zero. Because nobody knew who Liquid was. Mm-hmm. But they knew of me. <laughs> and, you know, I started playing, started off with this Saturday and Sunday. And, you know, Sunday was a very big day because we changed the music. We changed radio and everything with just one day. Okay. And what year are we talking about here? What year did you start on um, Zip? We're talking about 2002. 2002? Yeah. So you're you're Been an there original for eighteen years. Yeah, a column. Yeah. So you started when you were probably about two or three, two, three, four. <laughs> no one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we started like when we were about twenty-two, man. Yeah. No, that's that's crazy to actually be opening the doors for something that was so brand new it had a brand new song a brand new feel and you were able to get there from yeah. day one that's amazing and be a and part else, of it who else was there from day one when you guys had started um zip uh, uh jazzy t was there delano you know what i mean ice johnny cool those guys still there uh, okay. sparks still mm-hmm. there you know mm-hmm. yeah man and i just saw the thing go a couple jazzy more people Jazzy T, Delano yeah, Jazz- from Renaissance, they started out on Zip? No, they, no, they're not there, but they were some of the first DJs along with me at the time. Because Zip had an all-star lineup. 
<laughs> you know? Yeah. Some DJ who know for rock the party. We weren't just DJs trying to play on the radio. So, you know, we had that party vibe. We had to get that real juggling. Yeah. And, you know, that was the idea. Okay. So, you guys, you got there 2002. What was your slot that you had gotten that time there? What time were you See, playing? The same slot I have now, two to six. From day one, you were playing the same slot till right now. Yeah. Same slot. But I played every slot mm -hmm. during that time, to, from that time till now. I've played every slot, every. Mm -hmm. I feel every show, every slot. There were times where, where I was doing zip grooves, the 10 to 2, like yeah, six, seven months. Yeah. You know, there were times where, when I was doing the drive, the 6 to 10 in the afternoon, in the evening. Mm -hmm. You know, there were times when I was doing the morning, the early morning, 6 to 10. And there were times when I do the, the, the late night too. So I do the graveyard, I do every, I do every shift. Me, I do everything, I pay my deals. Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure, 100% for sure. Yeah, man, okay, every so shift. 2002, you're doing your thing and all this. So then now, it seems like if Delano, Delano, Jazzy Key, and these guys were here, it was a lot of uptown DJs. So I guess that's where you started to connect with more of the uptown DJs and stuff. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Definitely, the more mainstream and them, you know, my birth. Yeah, that's why I make mean, break out. Not, not mainstream. Yeah. Okay. So from, at that time, the so then when did what came first? Did you connect with Don Carleon first, or you started production first? You know, we connect with Don Carleon from before we go up on zip because we used to go up at Dan Gavice Dub. Me and DJ we went up at Mona, mm -hmm. up at Dan Studio, Vendetta. You know what I mean? Yeah, so during the time when DJ Wayne started at RFM before I was on the radio, man, DJ Wayne still par, still do everything the same way. Only mm -hmm. thing, we don't do the same radio show. Mm -hmm. So if a studio, me and their studio, anything. So we always up a vendetta, cool face the whole team. Mm -hmm. From a long time, I vice the cartel, them, the marshal, them, before them busts. You understand? And, you know, we link up and then me have the radio, then I whistle of the radio. You know, mm -hmm. whatever well, we are linking, we encourage them and say, Dan, you need to start producing one of that. Because you're bad for all of that up thing, you know, and remix and everything. Okay, so when then, you, you know, got to Dan, he wasn't producing, he was just voicing dubs and remixing. Yeah, man, yeah, man, he never started producing. At the same time, when we link up, and at the time, when we, like 2003, when we started the radio, same time. As mm -hmm. me tell you, we done a link before me go up and zip. Mm -hmm. So you don't know. So before yeah. even all of that. And then we okay. go pan zip now, the production start, and then you know, what I will link, I'm gonna start work as a team. Okay, and, and what were some of your early right after that? That's what I say. What were some of your early productions? Uh, my early productions were like from 2003, 2004. You know, my first rhythm was was a hit worldwide, uh, Dancing Crazy Hype with Elephant Man, Girls Gone Wild, French Vanilla. <laughs> so, right out the door, you had a hit right out the door. World, world, it right out the door, dance world, it. So you know, what I mean, it was just like a different thing for me. To mm -hmm. just keep on give, give me a different drive because all all of those things were in my goals mm -hmm. from 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 day one, production and producing and making back music, putting back you know the music while we get out of it. Mm -hmm. You know, makes sense. And you said okay. Elephant Man gave you your first song, um, your first worldwide hit, which was yeah, on the French Vanilla rhythm there. And then where did you yeah. go to after that? What was the next um what was the next uh, next had? rhythm was a rhythm named Slow Bumps, you know, that I had like Tamichin, like we were like the first set of people I record Tamichin then before now. 
No deal, no deal and none of that. That rhythm had like two bounty killer. Had a had a hit cartel and that rhythm name. Big man thing. Big man thing. Me you know what when him did do the sting thing. Me now met no boy this me pan sting rare. You know, that was a big one. And then we went from there to a thing named Hello Moto. Me I use my cellular. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, regular. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Wow. So then, and then it's we like move from that in from from the beginning where you seen Don Carlos first starting out and then you actually got like early vibes cartel also when he was just starting out also. Yeah, man. We, 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 same, same time we were producing at the same time. DJ went all away that I produced. Mm-hmm. And I time. know an, another person that you were involved with from early too was Movado. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Movado was like, you know what I mean? Movado, me, me, Movado where, uh, Normally we used to just go around at Oakland to link up Killer and Reason than DJ Wayne because you know DJ Wayne and, and Killer have a different relationship. So from him forward in a town, he must feel link Killer. Mm-hmm. So you know, normally we follow him and we go around at Oakland a day, go link mm-hmm. him and follow them around there at the time. And you know, we had Killer and a Reason and everything and he, he, he kind of shout out to me and say, yo Liquid, beg you a minute no more talk to you. So I kind of step aside and say, yo, yeah, man, I'm here where I say, and I explain to me, say, yo, my name Movado now and thing. I'm used to name Singing Blocks and, you know, I just do a new thing for some uh, new producer you name Dasika. I've already named Anger Management, named Real Makai. <laughs> but guess what? I didn't know Dasika them because I used Dasika them for make a hit rhythm for me before them did it. Because I used Dasika them for the, the, the man for dead. Hey boy, hey boy, I be trouble you again. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, they're the one. They're the one that um helped you with that production. Yeah, right? yeah, they're the one who helped me with that production. That production wasn't me and Dan. You know what I mean? That production was just my idea, definitely. Cause when I play back for the nineties, I used to love the rhythm there. Man for dead with Bujo. I am me banana, I am me live. But you know, it never got commercial. Cause it never not read the edit and anything. <laughs> not at that time so, there. You know, yeah, at the time. Then time I'm a producer, I'm a Bujo always school. So Bujo always I say, so why you not give me none of the bad rhythm them liquid? Why you deal with? So I always say, I soon, soon do one for you, my G. I soon do one for you, my boss. So I know, say, yo, you talk connect. You know? I mean, that's the way they met that. And, because that's the way they played for them and tell them I wanted exactly the same whole feel. And, yo, they find the same keyboard that Dave Kelly used, the DX100. And make it exact with it. Use the same exact sound, you know? Even mm-hmm. Dave Kelly heard it before I put it out. And we're like, yeah, liquid. You sure not sample your sample it? And I said, no, Dave. <laughs> I make, we make it over. And we're like, yo, it's bad. Bad. Go on, do your thing. So I check Bujo on. And you know, to, to, to be honest with you, the first time I checked Bujo about recording, Bujo Vice the same day, the same night. So it's like a history. Certain things happen to me, you know what I mean? People don't understand. It's so natural. I don't mean, fight it, not nothing. But let's go check Bujo with the rhythm and we are reason and we make him hear it and him I say, liquid, but the rhythm there. You know, it, it the rhythm already, you know. You know? <laughs> I mean, I yeah. say, no, I'm a general. You eat it. The world I know you eat it certain way, man. Because a new time now. I mean, love the rhythm. It's one of my favorite rhythm. I'm a buyer's record and love. Yeah. So, I'm say, yo, put it in at the truck. Then time I drive the Benz truck, I'm up, you know, up at the, the studio. Reason and the rhythm I go and bounce in the truck, you know? Mm-hmm. Till the reason turn, you know? Yeah, boy, yeah, boy, yeah. Like a singing star, you understand? <laughs> so till we end up a song I sing, man. And the dancer, who in the studio? Yo, put in the rhythm. The same night. 
And the same night, Bojo Vice sang that for me. You know what I mean? Really? You know, I couldn't be more grateful. You know what I mean? Because like, a few people... Yeah, go ahead. No, continue. No, no, continue. You're talking. Yeah, so it's like... It's not, because Bojo, at the first record that I'm buying, I'm browning, you know? Okay. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, so recording Bojo was one of my goals. Like, in a music. Even when I do nothing else. You know? I get to record Bojo. You understand? And, and it was a hit. And, you know, it, 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 a mad thing, man. And that's crazy right there, because now you've seen early Cartel, early Movado, you were buying Bojo records. Now you're actually getting to record Bojo. So then at this time here, your career is like red hot right now. You're almost getting to accomplish every goal and dream you had in your mind already. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? And you just keep going. After that, I just keep up. I had 12 gauge rhythm, link up with Steven. I had 12 gauge rhythm, get the big hit with Bounty Killer and I don't, yeah? You see me? <laughs> 12 gauge was your rhythm too? Yeah, man. 12 gauge is my rhythm too, man. Mad. Crazy. Okay, <laughs> you know? so then, this is, the, this is the story then. You had early Movado, early cartel. When the Gaza Gully War broke out, what kind of position did that leave you in as a producer where you've been linking with these guys from early out? Well, that, that left me in a position where I mean, play the song them fresh that Wednesday. I mean, start the war. That them start the war, but definitely make the world hear the war. Because I used to get the song them every Wednesday. As one voice, me get the answer. Me get so me used to bring it to the people them. You understand? Mm -hmm. During that war, there was never, there, there was never a time where Adi or Mavada think me the on a side. Them just know say liquid I did music. Cause you don't mm -hmm. know. Me get two of them the same strength from day one and all the other people. So there was never a side thing with me and them. There was just. Me, your liquid making him more make the people them hear it. You know, me was just like the, the, the messenger, the instrument for make the people them hear what I go on. And you know, at the role that me play, like you could have looked for every Wednesday to hear what are they come next with this week or what move advice this week. <laughs> yeah. Those times were crazy, crazy, crazy. Okay, so then now you're hot on the radio, you're a producer, you're producing crazy stuff now. When did you decide to, okay, step in the booth and start voicing music as an artist now? Well, well to be honest with you, I was recording from in Montego Bay. My first okay. record was produced by Jazzity of Renaissance, meaning record, record. Plastic. What? Wax. Yeah. yeah, upon a rhythm, my Jazzity did have a killer upon him. So what do you think? When they might go and squeeze, they have a song upon mm -hmm. it name. Say from a one man you have put up your one make me see you. What you want a money? You know, depend on a body. Why you wanna what got thing, you see me? I mean, yeah. you see the panel that play hard, man. Me listen to myself, man. I say, yo, you know what I mean? We used to select CM we can you know. We used to record song for rhythm, you know. And play them during my set. I'm gonna be so till them get big, big. So till I start recording them for the sound them. But I never they really reach record. So when the man them come and mobile, they used to hear them song that I hear me and I say, but they could have big song and mash up mobile. So Jazzy T them invite me for come town and record. So I'm gonna record for Jazzy T them anchor and be a thing. Record for True Blue. Alright, so uh me used to do the chart at Zip. But me, but me used to do the chart like no other chart. Mm -hmm. used to, me and Johnny Cole. So Johnny Cole used to read out the song them like the dance hall chart. And me used to sing them. You know, normally people do chart and play the song them, right? Mm -hmm. I read them used to run and me used to sing the ten song them and the artist them voice. So, so I would say yo. Bounty killer dangerously. Mother come in and say, She's living dangerously. You know what I mean? Pan the rhythm. So I saw my hours I sing a chat. So you used to hear that every Thursday, like for years. 
for more than okay. 15 years. So normally producers used to hear me and say, Liquid, you know, I say, you can't sing, yeah? Something about you. Because the way me I hear you sing back, you man sing like Richie Spice, same, same key, everything. So them are, Sean is always, I say, yo, I want to record you, you know? I mean, always, I say, Sean is, I mean, I do not record you, know, you know? So one day, I'm a dead one. And Dele ranks again. Because Dele ranks always dead. Mm -hmm. From day one. Mm -hmm. Then called me and said, Liquid, I hear a D-chart, more record, you come in, I write a song. So you know, say, this was before I go on the radio, like about mm -hmm. 10 o'clock one day. So I drive go up to the yard and say, I go record the song, say, play the song and the demo and I sing it in, but it just nah happened. You know? So I said yeah. to Delhi, I said, Delhi, you know, say, I have a different style, I have an idea, let me sing my style. Mm -hmm. So I sing a song named Girl bend over, like a something drop. Do it, girl, do it, girl, do it. Transformer and, and transform up back, you know? Yeah. That's how they know. So, All, right. All right, boom. So. I'm go up a Dan, because you don't know. Dan had the link. Always up at the studio. Every day. As we left the radio, that's how they. Yo, Dan and Professor, them up there. I'm going to go up there one evening and Dan say, Yo, Liquid, you know someone vice. So I say, Vice me. You're not easy. You sure? So, yo, professor write a song, man. Mm -hmm. What next rhythm? The rhythm was Gala. Gala. The party yard. With girl mm -hmm. from family and girl from yard. The party mm -hmm. yard. Some of them mm -hmm. big and some of them small. So, we record that song and, yo, I believe international everything. Cause, you know, Dan Carly on everything. Yo, video everything. But, see, you know, it's about a two weeks after that now. Sean is them come for me. With Mr. G. Out of the radio station, you know. So, yeah, you're not even driving, you know. We are record you today, you know. You are record today. And the new rhythm. So, I say, I'm not serious. You might say, of course, liquid. So, when I hear a song, I play with you. And we tell you, so we record a long time. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Shani's land. Well, I'm going to Shani's at the same time. Cargo did I leave, you know. Shani's have the big, have the, have the, have the new rhythm one day. So, I say, boy, liquid rhythm done, you know. I'm going to advise you, you're the last person. So we did it with Mr. G, them and them say, you know, I have no idea. We try to make a song and, you know, it was one of my lyrics that I normally use from the, from the microphone and I show them and thing. Mm -hmm. if you walk out, me to stand up, hey, good, you know what I mean? The man, them got hear the line, bro. From the man, them hear the line, they were like, yo, I eat that, you know? That you sing, you know? Try to make a song around that, you know? <laughs> and we made the song around that. And it was, you know what I mean? There, it was Blackberry time. And, you know what I mean? Sean is a them song kick out. Red Bull and, and that kick out and cargo kick out yes. and then my song become the creeper. All, all I get in was waking up and seeing videos with girls fighting in party. Walk us the fight. The wife yes. walk out. Song. Big song. Girl. And you know what I mean? And they said go on with us continue work work and to where we're at right now, as I say. Mm -hmm. To, my, to, my, to my, 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 my first studio album. Seriously, okay. no joke. So this is your first one, because I know before you had put out a compilation style like uh, DJ Khaled, the M squared. Yeah, that was so more. Yeah, that was that more. Was like I think a DJ was, Khaled style. Yes, production. But then now we have the big, big point of view. All right. Yeah. Sixteen yeah, tracks. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a bit. Well, point of view. You know, before I put out point of view, I put out an EP called Moby Son, which you know, I mean, that was like an introduction, liquid artist. Mm -hmm. That did well. That have like 1.4 million streams right now. Okay. And Spotify. 
But, you know, I decided to definitely, because, you know, me, me, the on and off thing sometimes, because the traveling and the working and the production and the radio, sometimes the people, them, not take it serious. So, I kind of notice that I travel a lot or they on the road a lot, and people have said, Liquid, want to the new song, then, when I hear the new song, what do you deal with? Dog, don't, hey, enough to stop singing out. I realized that the people, them, really interested and like me like that. So, I decided to say, the rhythm, rhythm thing will kill me sometimes, because, you know, juggling go. So, I decided to say, definitely, I'll give them a, a full length album. Different vibes, I mean, that's what me feel. Oh, me, where I'm at right now, and you know, give thanks to the quarantine. Cause I'm kind of sitting with myself and listen back where where I was coming from, and do yeah. a lot of improvement, bro. You know what I mean? Definitely. So, and I definitely hear it because one of my favorite songs on the um the album is the one you did with Dane Ray, expensive. Yeah, expensive. With, you know what I mean? The production, the how you just flowed and then you overflowed certain lyrics. It was just that song right there. Wicked song. Well, that song was like one of the first songs we had. I mean, we had it a long time. Because me and Dane did some work from where we recorded Epic and... Okay. And, you know, the vibe where me and Dane had, I decided to say, yo, Dane you know, me and I have to go work again. Because I'm comfortable working with you and writing and the sound what we get. So mm-hmm. me and Dane started work. We did a song named Spray, and the numbers don't lie. Mm-hmm. You know, record. He also recorded uh, "Loyalty Anthem." Yeah, big big one. You know I mean, so the only record he record like about four songs. I remember just that work. And we decided, mm-hmm. so the only I used to the album. This is one of the lead out single. This real bad. It was produced by Luigi still. You know, I mean, Portmore Society. Yeah. Okay, and I know you have other guests on the album: Beanie Man, Ashana, Version. There's um. Yeah. Oh man, I'm going blank here. Your R&B song there with conscience and all. Yep. Yeah, the Verse Simmons, that you know, big Verse R&B Simmons, writer, yep. artist, producer. Mm-hmm. That's so that, that song produced by me also. Yeah. Okay. Sixteen crazy tracks of flavor, everything. You know, we go everywhere. Damage music mm-hmm. produced songs on it. Birch. Mm-hmm. Zoom. Mm-hmm. You know. And I see it's it's more like. Uh, could we just say right now that clearly dancehall music has changed? We don't sound like 1995 or even 2005 anymore. We're 2020 and the music sounds like 2020. So a lot of people want it to sound like what they're used to from 20 years ago, but everything's evolved. No, we can't go sound that way because we have, we have a new experiences. It's a new time. New things are here. You know what I mean? New everything, new equipment, new vibes that we can sound better. We've been ex- experimenting from those days up to now. So you must come up with new things and new songs. You must ex- expect us to grow and change. Believe me, look at the Benz. Benz from 92 is not the same shape as this year. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know? <laughs> you're, you're right. So why change would the inevitable. music stay the exact same? Exactly. You're 100% exactly. right. You know we have to keep the root. Mm-hmm. The root, you know? Because even in expensive, if you listen to it, you could hear the the real dance hall in it, you know, but it's not super prevalent. But once you listen to it, you can hear, okay, it's playing the drum pattern like a dance hall song. Yeah, but it's happy. You know, it's, it's a hot tempo. It's, you know, expensive is a real club banger, you know? Yeah, you could hear that still. And with music videos, what um, videos are you working on for the album right now? Working on Loyalty Anthem, uh, Do Me Good, and we're working on the Versimans. Mm-hmm. With conscience, but that, but that, but right now we kind of pause that video because Sean Paul seemed like he want to jump on that track and give us a remix. So you know, I mean, I said, boy, if Sean Paul jump on the track, you know, I trouble. 
We'll just mm -hmm. do a bad video with Sean Paul and everybody. And so, open, you know what I mean? Sean Paul told me he like it, request the track. Yeah. I said, yo, I'll shot it next week. But you know the yeah. thing, I'll oh, keep my fingers crossed. Sean Paul always come through still. Yeah. Definitely. Big, big, big. big. Want to talk about, actually, two more questions before I actually get you out of here. When it comes to, because I know you've got a gold plaque for a song that you did with Cranium, Wizkid, Ty yeah. Dollar Sign. You're not on it, but you actually produce that song. How did that song come around? Well, that song come around, uh, it was a juggle in a hard enough. It was mm -hmm. like me trying to vice Cranium more than one time. Try vice him mm -hmm. good book. Never happened. Try vice him fix up. Never happened. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I'm, you know, I keep on trying. I reached out to him one day when I had that rhythm and I said, yo, Cranium. If you not like this already, I'm not send your number already. If this rich <laughs> man or you, we're done. He could have tell you that. <laughs> he said, dog, we're not send your number if I not eat this. He said, yeah, right, little bit more listening. And by the time he listened, within half an hour, he called me back and said, yo, I got the studio right now, you know? This bad. And you know, we meet him up at the studio because I was actually in Jamaica. You know, okay. we meet up around Abuja, around Marcos. And you know, from, from, from the, the first track, everything, we know it was a hit because we did love it crazy and he make him label hear it and them go crazy. And Cranium Crane not even did ask anybody to go up on the song, to be honest. Cause he told me, he said, yo, Liquid just their studio and play the song. And Whiskey them just hear it. And we're like, yo, we have to come upon this. And you know what I mean? I tell you, like, I'm going up on the song without. I'm grateful for everything what happened because it happened naturally without a fight. And as I say, so it happened naturally. So you see, it, it soared to the stars naturally. Yeah. No, and that's crazy because it seems like your entire career is just something where you happen to be right place, right time, said the right thing, produce the right thing, and this is where you are right now in 2020. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so crazy. Super last question here. Where is Don Carleon and what is he doing? Well, Don Carleon is more in the international scene right now, doing a lot of big projects, you know, with the big hip-hop artists and mainstream artists. But instead of doing dancehall and reggae things, I'm just drop a Charlie Blacks and them mm -hmm. there. But mainstream than there right now, as you, as, as usual, you know what I mean? You don't yeah. know, it's you to always want, 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 you know, do the new things them and do what nobody now do. That is one thing we know and what we learn from him, you know? Yeah, definitely. Keep it All right. Point of view is out right now. I think it just dropped last week or two weeks ago. Tell them where they could yeah, get two it. Two weeks ago. Yep. Tell them Point where they could get it. Yeah. Guess what? Point of view is available on all platforms worldwide. You know what I mean? Spotify, every platform around the world, whether Spanish, Latin, wherever. And you definitely can click the link in my bio on mm. Instagram, Mobius ZG Liquid, and it's there. So every platform. You can get point of view. And I think I'm going to do some hard copies. So look out for that also. Okay. No crazy liquid. Again, as I said, from I first met you in like 2008 till now to see what you've done and where you've come. It's been amazing. Yeah. Continue blazing the airways, blazing the production, blazing as an artist. I, <laughs> I know next thing coming, you're going to be acting in some movie or something, but we'll wait for oh, that. Oh, you know, right? Yeah, man. The movie and the book. It's coming. Yeah. <laughs> Liquid, thank you so very much. Before we get you out of here, give us a thing here. Give us a quick medley of some of your songs before we leave. Well, as you know, you know, Mr. Muscle, where it start from? Why if you walk out, me to stand up. Oh, good clothes, you know, we all broke. Hey, every girl, what's a walk? What's a wine? What's a walk on? What's a wine? You know what I mean? I know the thing already. World mm -hmm. where we live in, I eat crazy. Now, if you do them nothing to them here to eat, we just go and live your life. Muscle. Go and live your life. 
We keep a smile for my face. Just we trick the claffy them. Right, that's so. You understand how I deal with it? And as you know, right now, we're out with the new thing. A hundred million would I do me good. A chrome skin girl with the goody good. Take care of the ends, make sure mommy good. I saw me want to live my life, make the team all right. Point of view, liquid. Liquid, been amazing. Let me give you an outro and get you out of here. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Muscle, and this has been another Two Line Music Cuts Entertainment Report podcast, and we are out. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusicut.com.